New on Curiosity Stream, how do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series Connections returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. New on CuriosityStream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns. Reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever or wherever you're listening to or watching us. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Jumping into this rickety old boat to head to a tournament that will decide the fate of the realm is our very own Johnny Cage-like superstar, Joshua Harris. Josh, how are we doing today, bud? I have some really expensive sunglasses, but I can't curse, so <laughs> I got reprimanded yesterday for it, so I got to watch my mouth. So, <laughs> but were they $500 sunglasses, though? No, no they, they were uh, a little bit less. I'm not a diva anymore. Okay. But, um, no, I'm doing pretty good. It's a nice little Saturday afternoon. We got some early baseball. We have some early hockey. Lots of sports going on, man. It's crazy. I've been doing a bunch of DFS and both sports, and I'm just... I'm way more tired than I normally am. It's crazy, multi-sporting. Yeah, I don't know how... That's one thing I've talked about often in the past. I don't know how people play multiple DFS sports, like, seriously at the same time. Like, I can get to about two. Like, maybe playing, like, esports and NHL at the same time or something like that. But esports is usually, like, in the middle of the night or something like that. It's not the same lock as NHL. I honestly don't know how people do that, uh, like... Kudos to anybody that can sit there and go through, you know, 300 or 400 lineups simultaneously because I can't. Crazy slate last night. Uh, And I say that because, you know, a lot of slates, um, when I say crazy slate, it's, you know, one person breaks a slate or one team puts up eight goals or something like that. That wasn't really the case last night. We had a lot of low scoring games uh, on the slate. Uh, Capitals Devils went to overtime, only three goals. Maple Leafs Jets went to a shootout, only two goals. Flames Oilers, like the most goals scored last night in any game was Arizona Anaheim with six. Um, congratulations, uh, congratulations to Dustin Jormicki, uh, another uh, one of our subs, uh, tied for first in the twenty max last night. I think that's the second time he's tied for the first in the twenty max in the last month. And he has a solo win on top of that, if I'm not mistaken, besides that. So he's had uh, a pretty good month over the last month. Congratulations to Dustin. I saw a couple other people posting 4X and 5X screenshots. Uh, Good on you guys. I certainly didn't get there last night. I went heavy on Toronto. uh, And Toronto really didn't do anything 
you really needed Colorado one last night. Um, you know, a lot of uh, top, you know, uh, a lot of top lines didn't do a whole lot, but a couple goals uh, from Nathan McKinnon, a couple assists from Gabriel Landeskog. Colorado one was the play last night. Yeah, and Mika Randon had like one one shot on goal. That was it. But like, you needed McKinnon if you you needed McKinnon over McDavid, and you needed him over Matthews. So. And then Tomas Hurdle and uh, team that San Jose second line, you needed them too to really have any chance at elite money. But it's kind of weird. Like those mid-range slates, you kind of hope there's multiple paths to victory. But last night, it seemed pretty narrow. The road was a pretty narrow street. Yeah, the road was pretty narrow, pretty much. Uh, Colorado, Arizona, San Jose, you had to have some mix uh, of those three teams. I can't believe you didn't mention Party Marty. Your boy, 30 save shot out. Come on. I, I'm mad at him because I, I I was forced to use him the other night. And if he had a 30 save shutout, I would have won the 40. Um, Jake, I know Jake, he, he's on vacation in somewhere in the southeast. Um, he went one lineup based off the show and he ended up having a good night. He used Martin Jones and Net, which um, I guess he didn't really listen to anything I said. So he had a good night. So and I see in the in the chat here, the YouTube chat, someone says, uh, Scott says, can't say enough about the help here. Finished fourth out of 4,756 in the quarter jukebox, small stakes, but got to start learning somewhere. That's stuff you love to see. Um, no matter what the stakes are, whether, whether it's 25 cents or $350, winning is winning. Um, you know, uh, you, you grind where you're comfortable and, you know, you win at the stakes you play at. And I love to see uh, subscribers having uh, success. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And like everybody has to start from somewhere, man. Not a lot of people can just drop uh, 50K into their DK account to get uh, started in DFS. So starting small and growing it, uh, that's what we're all about. Uh, we love that. We definitely love to see that. Um, just want to remind everybody that if you're not able to watch your favorite Osmo shows on YouTube, almost all of our Osmo YouTube shows are available through the Osmo Podcast Network. We've got a podcast for every sport and we're available on every major platform. So head on over to Osmo.com slash podcast to check out the latest. Just leave a five-star review on one of our podcasts with your Twitter handle or email address and you'll be eligible to win a free week of Osmo Plus Platinum. One winner will be awarded every Friday and reviews will be eligible to win for up to one year. So you can win this summer, next winter, next spring, up to one year. Good luck. Uh, And while you guys are here, if you could, uh, a big way to help us out, um, if you're not uh, full-time Osmo subscribers, if you just like to drop in and check out our shows once in a while or read our content, uh, you know, that's fine with us. We like that too. But if you want to help us out uh, in a little way, please like and subscribe. Uh, Really helps us grow this channel, helps us get to the top of the algorithm. Uh, and it just really helps us out uh, in a small way. And more people that do that, the more likely we are to keep these shows coming. And we have hours and hours of shows on a daily basis now. So uh, just drop a like and subscribe and click the notification button if you want to get notified uh, whenever we do go on the air. Uh, we do have eight games to break down tonight. So let's start breaking these games down. Uh, we'll get to our first one. New York Rangers have a 3.7 implied gold total. I think that may have come up a little bit during the day, actually, which says a lot about the spot here tonight. Uh, At Buffalo, Buffalo Sabres with a 2.4 implied gold total. Um, You know, everybody went in on this spot a couple nights ago. I think two nights ago, it was this exact same game, and it was on a nine-game slate. Um, And a lot of the Rangers' top six were over 20%, over 15%. Like, they were fairly highly owned. Uh, didn't really come through. Dustin Tokarski had like a 45 save game or something like that. Um, we're not showing a ton of ownership on the Rangers right now. Um, about 10% for the second line, about 7% for the first line. I assume that comes up probably both lines somewhere in the 10 to 15% range uh, at least, but um, th- for good reason, this is a really good spot. So they're your, they're your boys here, Josh. So why don't you talk about the Rangers? Yeah, they're, so it's it's crazy because they're expensive. Like their price reflects their total. The top line's 20.4K. The second line's 18.1K. And normally like that would be concerning on an eight-game slate. But really the only super expensive spot besides them are the is Florida and Colorado. There's no, there's no McDavid. There's no Matthews. Uh, I mean, there is Vegas, but, you know, we'll get to that later. But it's probably going to be Cody Glass on the top line. So he, he'll be min price. So. I kind of understand why the ownership is a little bit lower. I, I would expect it to be 
higher towards lock and, you know, maybe they end up 15, 20%, but um, there's not really, it's, it's the same strategy that I was using a few nights ago that I would want to use tonight. The problem is right. So you, you can use the top line, you can use the second line, the second line I prefer, they've been better, um, but they're 18.1 K Kako's up. He's still 3,300. So that won't, kill you uh it is a little bit tough putting in 6500 ryan strome but he's had a great season panarin's they're obviously their best player 8300 um you could power play stack because the rangers did get a couple power plays uh last game they got more than a couple um tukarski played out of his mind but the problem is like they're expensive because power play one is Kreider 5900 sabanajan 8100 panarin 8300 strome 6500 and Fox is up to 7,000. So it's, it, if you're power play stacking, it's going to get really pricey and you're going to have to uh, dumpster dive to fill in the rest of your lineup. So really, I think if you're going to full stack a line, if you want to stack the top line, I think that's perfectly fine. Uh, you're just going to have to use a much cheaper secondary stack. I think my favorite stack from this game is the second line. Uh, you want to include Kako. He does get secondary power play time. He has been playing much better. Um and if you're going to use that second line, you can't get the Fox. I think Jacob Truba is a very good play tonight at 4,000. He's going to be a very good one-off. And, and even if you want to get to the third line, if you want to go back to like a Colorado power play, I think you can two-man Heedle and Lafreniere. It's a, they're 6,400 for the duo. I think it's, a, it's going to be a nice filler. And they're going to be way lower owned than the uh, top six of the Rangers. And then on the, on the Buffalo side, like I don't think I'm going to be full stacking anybody. If I was going to full stack a line, maybe it would be the all-offs and Reinhardt-Oposo line. Uh, but really, it's more, if I had to use them, I'd probably one off a couple of people. Like if I was a uh, power play stack and I needed a cheap center, it'd be Middlestad. If I needed a cheap winger, it might be Jeff Skinner or Olofsson, something like that. Or maybe pick off uh, Darlene on the blue line. But really, this is a tough spot um, for the for the Sabres. They did score twice last game, but how many times can you count on them scoring more than two goals in this spot? Yeah, that's a good point. How many times can we kept rely on them to score more than two goals? Probably not very often. Um, <clears throat> I agree with your assessment of Buffalo. There's just not really a lot um, that we can look at and feel comfortable with here. Um, I'm, I don't think I'm going to be taking any forwards. One of the defensemen that is of interest to me is Jacob Bryson, um, second amongst their defensemen uh, in ice time over the last, you know, a couple of weeks. Um, you know, if the Rangers can put up the shot volume that they put up the other night, he has a serious chance for that shot block bonus uh, at 3,300. So don't mind Jacob Bryson uh, as a one-off. Uh, but for me, it's all about the Rangers. Now, when we talk about super chalky spots like the Rangers are, one thing we often talk about is dropping down lines. Like, you know, if if Rangers 1 was going to be 20 25%, you drop down to Rangers 2, hopefully get them at like, you know, 10 to 15%. Unfortunately, um, because of the price difference and because how well have Strom, Strom and Panarin are playing, like you, you mentioned how well Ryan Strom's playing his offensive play driving this year is nearly three standard deviations above league average. He's been like truly among this, among the elite in driving offense this year. Um, so I don't have any problem paying his price. So, you know, usually you look for the ownership savings on Rangers too. I don't think we're going to get much there. But I'm still going to use them because I think they're just playing better than the top line at the moment. And like, I, and this is a situation where if you want to use the Rangers top line, I'd say absolutely go right ahead. Zabanejad, his expected goals has has turned around. Um, his shot rate has turned around. You know those things. Um, he has shown a lot of signs of turnaround. I'm just going to Rangers too because if I have to pick one or the other, I'm going to pick the line that's playing better or has played better this year, playing better at the moment, and that's Rangers too. So I'm in on them. And you mentioned Kako. Uh, he looks way, way better than he did last year. Like, like, It's just a good line. They're just a really good line. So I'm in on Rangers too. I like the Rangers three call. Um, I think that's probably where you want to go uh, if on this team. Uh, if you want to fit in like some Colorado or some Florida later on or, or something like that, uh, really do like Rangers three. On the blue line, Fox is expensive, but I'm going to try to get him in where I can. Otherwise, I agree with you. Uh, dropping down to Truba uh, on the Buffalo side, like I said, is probably just bracing for me. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, Keandre Miller, if you still want to use him 3,100 power play too, I think that's fine as well. Um, he hasn't, I mean, he's kind of, I don't know if he hit his rookie wall or what, but like his play has dropped a little bit, but he's still 
playing at a high level. His just peripherals haven't been great for DFS recently. Yeah, I agree with that's kind of why I was going with Truba is because I, I think I'd rather just pay up the difference. If I can't, you know, fit in Miller without changing my lineup, then fine. Just put, you know, just put in Miller or fit in Truba, then just put in Miller. But I'd try to put in Truba uh, if I could. Now we have to talk about Linus Allmark, 6,800 on DK. We always talk about cheap goalies. I mean, I mean man, two nights ago, Dustin Tukarski, 45 saves, right? He's got to be on the radar. Oh, yeah. If, if we were talking about playing Dustin Dustin Tokarski, we have to talk about playing Linus Allmark. I think, you know. New on Curiosity Stream. How do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series Connections returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com. Again, he's not going to be a priority because I really love the Rangers spot, but in lineups you're not using the Rangers. I think you can definitely consider using Allmark, especially if the Rangers repeat the shot volume, which isn't out of the realm of crazy things, right? I mean, they put up 48 shots last game. Maybe they don't get that, but they for sure are going to get over 30. So um, Allmark definitely in play. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I'm heavy on Rangers, but I'm going to pick some spots in my non-Rangers lineups to slide in some Allmark. All right, let's get to our next game. We have the Philadelphia Flyers with a 2.5 implied goal total. They're going into New York to face the Islanders. The Islanders have a 3.1 implied goal total. Um, Flyers have changed back their lineups a little bit. JVR, Couturier, Farabee expected to be the top line with a second line of Travis Konechny, Claude Giroux, and Jakub Voracek for Philly. Not really expecting anything uh, too different on the Islanders' side. One thing I will mention is that Noah Dobson was back in their last game. He had been on the COVID list for a couple weeks. Uh, He was a guy that we were using earlier. He was getting power play time and all that, but he played under 14 minutes. Um, Something to watch about with Dobson. Now, Philly's price has dropped. You know, that's one thing we have to mention here. Remember, it wasn't long ago that, you know, uh, James Van Riemsdyk was like 7,200 and Sean Couturier was over $7,000 and Joel Farabee was like 6,500. Those prices have all come down like 500 to to $1,000 per player. So while I agree Philly hasn't been looking very good lately, let's say, they are being priced down somewhat appropriately. So I think we at least have to talk about them. Why don't you just let us know if there's anything you like on the Philly side and then jump on over to the Islanders. Yeah, I think this is a MME game. I don't, I don't think I'm going to get to anything in one to three lineups here, but there are some decent, you know, spots you can get to in MME, especially if you're building 150. I think you can definitely have some exposure to this game. So the Couturier, uh, Farabee, Reem, Van Riemsdyk line is going to get Isles too because they've been sending out the, you know, Nelson against the top comp. And that's just, that's just a tough matchup for both lines. I think um, Farabee, you know, he's young, not a great defenseman, but Couturier has looked a bit better since his, the news has come out, his hip injury. He had a hip injury. Uh, so really in, even in MME, I think I'd be under the field in both IELTS two and um, Philly one here. And if you start dropping down on Philly, you go to Konechny, Drew Voracek, they're probably going to get the the uh, JGP Wallstrom Johnston line. And if there's a line on the Isles, because they're a very good defensive team that you want to take advantage of, I don't know if, you know, take advantage of because uh, Pajot and Wallstrom have been very good this season, but, you know, Ross Johnston is just a plug. So if you had to go somewhere on the, on the Flyers, I think it would be that line or the third line because the third line is going to get the Barzal Eberle Komarov line. And again, like uncle Leo is just, you know what he is at this point. He's just a passenger on the ship. So if, if you had to use, if I had to use someone on uh, the flyers and I was MMEing, I'd have a little bit of the second line Voracek, Drew Konechny and a little bit of that third line, maybe even a bit more of the third line, just because they're cheaper. They're 10,000 is the full line. Uh, they're going to get, you know, the Barzal line, um, so 10,000, I think it's a decent filler. I'm not a huge Nolan Patrick guy, but he is min price. He does correlate with Hayes on the second power play. I do like Lindblom. If he is there, you just got to make sure he's there. AV, you know, doesn't really give you much before the games. Um, it could, you know, it could end up being like 
they could end up playing the Lawton Raffle, uh, Abe Kubel line more. So I think you can, it's just tough, like putting in one to three or even, you know, like three to 10, something like that. Like playing the bottom six here. Cause you don't know if Hayes, Limblom, Patrick or Raffle Lawton, Abe Kubel are going to get the more minutes. So in limited amount of lineups, I think the safest MME option would be the second line. If you if you want to have some of the top line, I think that's fine. Uh, but for me, an MME would be the second line. And then the, on the Islander side, I kind of I, I do like uh, the top line, but it does feel like we're chasing again because Barzal's coming off a monster game. I mean, they aren't projected for very high ownership. Um, so if they are going to be around two three percent, I think I would get over the field in MME. You don't need much. I mean, I probably have two to three times the field there just because the the Flyers have been pretty rough defensively. So if they are going to be super low owned like that, I think you can get there. The second line, uh, we're seeing some ownership on. They're going to get the Gatorade line. So I think I'd be under the field there. And then I do like the Wallstrom-JGP pairing. Um, But other than that, uh, this is really an MME game for me. Yeah, I will say... The line matching is what's dictating a lot of interest for me here in this game because they're going to send out the Beauvillier Nelson line likely against the top line for Philly. Um, so, like, though I know Couturier has been bad, but that would just kind of negate uh, both lines for me a little bit. Uh, the Islanders sent out their fourth line against Philly two in the last game, and that kind of interest interested me. Like, I know. The Islanders' fourth line isn't like a typical fourth line. Like, they're not awful, but uh, it's not a matchup that scares me. This isn't Radic Faxa uh, in Dallas or something like that, right? Like, so um, I'm probably interested a little bit in Philly, too. That's where I would go on their side, especially with Giroux uh, and Voracek uh, having uh, p- top power play correlation. Um, I just think, you know, you get away – Get away from uh, probably the worst matchup, which would be going against uh, Islanders one. The problem is, is like the Islanders are a top 10 defensive team and they don't take any penalties and the Flyers just look like garbage. Like I wrote this down. This is kind of a crazy stat. Now that we've talked about both the Rangers and the Flyers already, the Rangers over the last month have nine forwards with at least 0.75 individual expected goals per game. The Flyers have one, one forward over 0.75 individual expected goals per game over the last month and the rangers have nine that kind of goes to show which direction these two teams are going i'm pretty much out on the flyers i might have like one piece of that second line that's about it for me i'm going back i'm going i shouldn't say i'm going back because i missed out on the barzal smash game but i am going to barzal here uh he'll get a a lot of depth matchups and i know kamarov on the wing uh, is a detriment, but as long as he gets depth matchups, I think it definitely puts him in play. So uh, Islanders won for me, and maybe a, a little bit of Philly too. I haven't really decided yet. On the blue line, um, I'm probably just correlating with my power plays, and that's it. There isn't really a guy that I, I'm saying I got to play out of this game. Yeah, um, I was I forgot who tweeted it. Someone was tweeting like how Sanheim and Myers have been playing absolutely terrible lately. So um I mean, they still block shots and whatever. They're under 3K, so if you want to one-off them, they're fine. But their game has dropped off pretty drastically from last year. I still think they're an okay one-off if you need someone under 3K. But I agree with you, just correlating. And then with Dobson, I know he played 14 minutes, but it was his first game back in a few weeks. So I would imagine his minutes increased gradually. So maybe I would be off of him tonight. But if he's up to like 17, 18 minutes tonight, I think we can start playing him going forward. I like that. In net, I'm not playing a Flyers goalie, so I'm not even going to talk about it. Are you playing Barlamov? Uh, just in correlated Islanders lineups, I think. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. He's not a guy that I'm targeting outright. Um, all right. Uh, every day over here at Osmo, we have free content. Like almost, I shouldn't say every day, almost every day we have free content to give away. Today is no different than usual. Uh, We have NHL player projections and NBA player projections up for free on the site. So uh, if you want to play some NHL, you want to play some NBA tonight, uh, we have you covered. Head on over to Osmo.com, free NHL and NBA player projections for today. Uh, And MLB opening day a couple days ago, I'm still thinking of that Jays Yankees game, man. That was just such an awesome game to watch. I'm mad I only got saw the last couple innings, but uh, that's it for another day it was a couple days ago it was an awesome day and to celebrate opening day we have a deal for you guys 
Get your first nine days of Osmo Plus MLB for only nine dollars when you use the start when you use the promo code starting nine. That's starting nine with the numeral nine. This gives you access to everything we have to offer uh, for MLB DFS, including player projections, ownership projections, top stacks, lineup builder, and our premium Slack channel. This offer is valid all the way through April 9th. Stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus MLB today. Go to Osmo.com, promo code starting nine with the numeral nine for nine days for $9. And when you join Osmo Plus, it's more than just uh subscribing to a website you really join a community here um the nhl community in particular is something we're pretty proud of we help each other out we talk strategy uh share information all that stuff all throughout the day uh the tools and projections are great but when you get the premium slack channel you can talk about all those things uh with us you can talk them with fellow subscribers uh there are office hours with osmo experts uh, you can stay up to date with the latest updates uh to projections from alex osmo baker himself uh, a lot of our subscribers really like it. So if you're looking for a spot uh, where you can talk hockey, where you can talk baseball, uh, where you can talk strategy, DFS strategy, whatever, uh, join Osmo, uh, head on over to Osmo.com. Join us with an Osmo Plus Platinum package. Uh, you get all that good stuff included with it. All right, let's get back to the games. Let's get to Dallas with a 2.5 implied goal total going into Carolina. Carolina has a 3.1 implied goal total. I'll say... Uh, right off the top that Anton Hudobin had a positive COVID test this morning. Uh, the coach said that they're hoping it's a false positive. Um, but we saw, was it two nights ago or three nights ago where Calgary or Vancouver had a positive COVID test. And then the game was canceled about 90 minutes before lock. Um, something to really watch here with Dallas and Carolina. Uh, for now, we assume the game's playing. Um, they're going to be doing rapid testing or whatever probably here in a couple hours, so we'll know more about three hours from now. For now, we have to assume the game is going to play. So uh, Dallas going into Carolina, what do you like here, Josh? Yeah, it might be a false positive because Kudobin had a really bad case of COVID in the offseason, didn't yeah, he? Like, yeah, they said he had it four months ago or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's something to keep an eye on. Um, but I do kind of like this top line for the for the stars tonight. Robertson, Hints, Pavelski. They're going to get the you know probably the Svechnikov, Trocheck, Foss matchup, which isn't great. But uh, stars, you don't really play the stars for five on five. You play them for the power play, uh, and they're fully correlated on the power play. Uh, the second line fully correlated on the second power play. Ben Fosca, Gurianov going to get the Aho Netchis McGinn matchup. I think you can use them as a filler in MME. I don't mind that at all. Um, so I, I do like this top line. I think they're, they're the preferred line for me on Dallas. I will get, I, they will have to be in consideration for me in one to three. And then getting to the Carolina side, that Aho McGinn Netchis line is going to get the Fasca line. So that kind of takes me off them. I don't really like going into, uh, Fasca, even though it is Gurianov and Ben on the wings, not Calgiano and Como. Um, the second line going up against the stars top line. I think it's an okay matchup. Um, they are a bit pricey. Uh, Jesper Foss is game time decision, but I'm expecting him to play. If it is, you build with him. If it's not, Jordan Martinook skated there this morning. It's an easy swap down. But where I like the Hurricanes tonight is this third line. They're going to get the depth of the stars, the Niederreiter, Stahl, uh, McLovin line. I think, you know, they're they're not super cheap. But I think uh, they're a decent filler tonight. They're going to be well – they're probably going to be one of the lower-owned usable line. – they're probably going to be the lowest-owned usable line in this game. Um, so I, I kind of like them as a filler. They're going to be low-owned. The power play correlation is not good at all, but uh, they, they do have you know stalls on the top power play unit. So I think uh, my favorites from this game are Dallas 1 and then Carolina 3. Yeah, Dallas won. I'm glad you mentioned they were one that I put in. Um, they've just been playing really, really well together. Uh, 2.9 expected goals, four per 60 minutes, 56% uh, expected goal share. Um, you know, maybe they get uh, a bit of a, a, a tough matchup. Like going into Carolina is never an easy matchup, but um, I believe in that line and how good they are together and in their ownership is the big thing, right? Um, we have their ownership coming in at about 2%. And they're in the range with that Rangers second line <clears throat> where I said that I think the Rangers second line and, and the Rangers top line is going to come up in ownership a little bit. 
Dallas one is in that price range with them. So that would be one of the lines that would may even get lower ownership than what we're already showing. Like that's just me uh, conjecturing a little bit, but I don't imagine Dallas one comes up, uh, you know, above 5%. So you don't need a lot of them here tonight. I'm probably going to have them in two or three out of my 20 lineups, but I do like Dallas one Uh, on the Carolina side. I'm pretty much out on Carolina. I don't think I have a single stack. I don't like that. Ajo really he's just not skating with a lot like i know like judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I just, I don't think Aho is, is the guy I want to target. Trocek, like his price is going up. Um, Dallas, like they're top three by five, five on five expected goals against over the last month. Top 10 by uh, penalty kill expected goals against over the last month. And the least amount of time short handed per game over the last month, which if you remember back earlier in the season, we used to pick on Dallas for how many penalties they used to take. They're just not taking penalties anymore. Like we're talking a couple of games uh, over the last month. So I am, I'm out on Carolina mostly. I might one off some guys, like I might one off a Nita rider or a Slavin or something like that. Uh, but that's about it on the blue line. Miro Haskinen is the guy that's jumping out for me uh, over 25 minutes per game, three and a, over his last 10, three and a half shots per game. I see you nodding your head. So I, you must be a Haskinen guy here tonight. Yeah. I love Haskinen tonight, especially he's 400 hours cheaper than Klingberg. They both play power play one. He's going to come in lower owned than Klingberg. And another, like if you want a full power play stack, like people don't like putting in two defensemen from the same team in a power play stack. So if you go all five there, you're going to get them pretty low owned. Um, and um, it's a show with me, so I have to. I am obligated to mention Jamie Alexiak. <laughs> I'm actually obligated. <laughs> yeah, the big rig. Uh, don't mind him for 3K either. Oh, want to mention real quick. Uh, Vincent Trocheck was moved up to the top power play unit uh, in warm up or morning skate this morning when they practiced the power play. Uh, assuming Jordan Stahl gets the boot to the second power play unit, I like Jake Ottinger here tonight, like Carolina takes a lot of, sh- like, I know Dallas doesn't allow, allow a lot of shots, but Carolina does take a lot of shots. Nottinger's cheap. So. Yep. Uh, come for the expected goals, stay for no goals. <laughs> so I'm on board with the Dallas goal. <laughs> the Carolina motto, come yeah. for the expected goals, stay for the shutout. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah, I'm with you right there. All right. We'll get to our next game. Then Columbus blue jackets have a 2.6 implied goal total. They're going into Florida. Florida has a 3.0 implied goal total, though I think that's probably come up through the day as the big news announced Alexander Barakov expected back tonight for Florida, as is Patrick Hornfist. So aside from Ekblad, I guess Duclair's still out. So they don't have Duclair on the top line and Ekblad's still out, but they're starting to get healthy. Um, On the Columbus side, Jack Rozovic, healthy scratch. Remember a month ago when everybody's like, oh, man, what a great trade. Columbus made out like bandits. Well, healthy scratch. There you go. Uh, They're going 11-7 tonight. So if you thought Columbus mixed up their lines a lot before, wait until they start try to play with an odd number of forwards. What do you like, man? So on the Columbus side, I'm off full stacking any line. I (laughs) I mean, like... Torts is tough enough when he's running a normal 12-6, but 11-7, that, he's going to go full blunder. He's just going to s- stand back there with his arms like this, going, hmm, <laughs> and just like wave his wand and just mix shit up. So, oh, look at me cursing again. So, like, um, <laughs> I think 
Uh, if if I was going to one-off anybody, it'd be, you know, maybe a one-off Boone Jenner because he's on the top power price, 3,600. Maybe a Cam Atkinson or Oliver Bjorkstrand or even Line A, 4,500. You know, if they do get on the power play line, it can, uh, you know, get a couple in there. So I don't mind a couple one-offs there, but I'd probably be uh, well under the field on the Jackets. On the Panthers side, this is tough because one, you know, Barkov – Hornquist are first game back and they have Mason Marchman on the top line and Barkov is 8,500. Like that's like Matthews McKinnon territory. Yeah. Barkov's been great this year. Don't get me wrong. Like he should be priced up with that, but this is his first game back after, you know, a while. And what we like to do with the, the Panthers here is usually, you know, put in Barkov and then put in the power play guys, but you jump down to the second line you see power play one Huberdeau 7,300 power play one Hornquist first game back in a while 7,400. So like, is this a better spot going against the blue jackets than the Rangers are going against the Sabres? No. I mean, it's close. I mean, the blue jackets aren't great, but you know, the Sabres are way worse. So I guess like if you want to stack the top line, that's fine. You know, Verhage's on the top power play unit. He's 6,000 and Mason Marchman is 2,600. And he, you know, that's a price you can put him in at. But like, I don't know if I want, if like, I don't want to play 15% Mason Marchment. Like, I don't think he's had a point with Barkov this season. So <laughs> if you want to do like a Barkov Verhage Huberto, like you're getting into like 21, 22,000. Like it's, it's tough. Certainly you can do it, but you're going to have to really go to like some depth, like maybe some like Ottawa or like some depth rain, like Rangers three or, some other like really cheap line, like Jeff Carter, Velarde, <laughs> but like um, really it, it is limiting my exposure, especially at the ownership on the Panthers here. I think, you know, you can power play stack. I think you can full stack that second line if you want to put in Wenberg or, you know, swap out Wenberg for, for Barkov, but it, it's very price prohibitive and you're going to have to get pretty creative. So really I do like the Panthers, but it's, it's price is what's keeping me underweight. And then the blue jack is just a mess. So I might have a one-off here and there. I will tell you, I think I have more exposure to blue jackets forwards than Florida forwards in this game. Uh, and for two reasons, one, the ownership uh, that sh- that we talked about um, now, I imagine it comes down, but um, I assume that Florida is going to be very popular here tonight. Uh, we had Barkov at, um, I think we had his line at like 8%. Uh, I imagine that comes up a little bit as the implied gold total has been rising throughout the day. Well, they have, they didn't have an ownership projection on Barkov. That's why it was 8%, but they currently have Verhage at 22% and Marchment at 15%. Yeah, I assume, like, I assume that line probably is probably going to be around 15% or so. And, like, one of the big reasons we played Florida this year is the power play, right? The power play has been absolutely incredible most of the season. Columbus is the least penalized team in hockey. Like, if Florida only gets one power play here tonight, like, would you still stack them for, you know, like you said, 22 or 23K? Like, just no. Like, I'm out. Uh I'm out on Florida here tonight. I'm going to one-off some guys. Like, I think people are going to be off Frank Petrano because he's going to be off the top power play unit. So that's probably uh, when I move on to him. Um, like, I'll one-off Petrano. Like, he, I think Keith Yandel makes sense as a one-off here tonight, believe it or not, because he played. He was playing both ends of the power play uh, in the last game. If he does that, he doesn't – he can have a great night without Florida one having a great night. Right. So I don't mind one off and Yandel here tonight, but that's about it. Like one off in Toronto, one off Yandel. That's it for me. Uh, Columbus side. It's kind of the same thing. Like you said, how do you stack these lines? You don't. Um, the, I think the closest I've gotten is I have a two man test year uh, Jenner and that's about it. Um, Jenner, Felino, test year. Those are the only players I'm focused on for Columbus forwards. On the blue line, like I said, I love Yandel here tonight. Um, on the jacket side, like I might play Wierenski in, in some lineups. I have Jenner, but that's about it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Wierenski and Jones, if you have the space. Savard, if you want to get punty. But really, like, if you want to, on the Florida side, you want to get Yandel's completely fine. Uh, DFS, Darling, Gustav, Forsling, sure. But really, I'm probably going to be on defenseman in other games. 
Yeah, I kind of agree with that, but I assume it's Mr. Lickens night. I do like uh, Mers Lickens, but uh, 7,300, I might look elsewhere, but you know, the Panthers have like the top shot rate in the, one of the top shot rates in the NHL. So I think Mers Lickens makes sense if you're fading the Flyers. Um, it's just, it's just so hard to trust towards coach teams, but I do like Mr. Lickens. Yeah, I am also on Mr. Lickens. Florida can generally generate shots. Uh, so hopefully Mr. Lickens can get to that 35 save bonus here for us tonight. I'm not going to be heavy, but I will use him. Today's show is sponsored by Jock Market. If you haven't heard, Jock Market has turned fantasy sports into a stock exchange. Forget waiting until the end of the game to make money. Jock Market allows you to buy and sell shares of players in real time for real money with guaranteed payouts for all shares at the end of each night. With daily markets for NBA, MLB, NHL, and PGA, you can make real money every hour, every minute, every second of any match or any game. Use the pregame IPO to pick up shares of your favorite players, then buy, sell, or hold them based on during the game based on your analysis. Download the app to get started and use our exclusive Osmo promo code OSMO50 for a $50 bonus on your first deposit. This is an exclusive offer only for the Osmo community, so make sure you take advantage of it today. That's Osmo 50 for a $50 bonus at our show sponsor, Jock Market. Um, while we're here, White Claw, get at us. If you want to sponsor this show too, we would more than welcome those White Claw bucks. So White Claw, hit us up. Uh, let's finish this slate off a little bit. Uh, we're going into Montreal with a 3.7 implied goal total. The visiting team is Ottawa with a 2.4 implied goal total. Uh, Carey Price expected to start uh, for the Habs in net. Uh, the Ottawa Senators changed up their lines a little bit. Most notably, like they kept Tierney, Batherson, and uh, Stutzler together, but most notably Nick Paul jumped to the top line with Kachuk and Norris. So I imagine Ottawa might be useful as some sort of filler stack tonight. So we need to talk about both, both sides. What do you like, Josh? Yeah, I'll talk about Ottawa first. And I wish like Stutzla and Batherson had anyone but Chris Tierney centering them. Um, but I still like them as a duo just because the Habs take a bunch of bunch of penalties and their penalty kill is suspect. So I think, you know, Stutzla at 30, what is he, 3,600, Batherson 4,400, they're 8,000 for the duo. You can put them in what you bought. Um, you know, you're going to get some power play one there. That's really how you want to attack the Canadians because five on five, even though they did mix up their lines, you can't, it's, it's a tough matchup for the Senators five on five where the Senators are going to do their damage would be on the power play. And I think, you know, Stutzla and Batherson's my favorite duo. If you want a one-off Brady Kachuk, I know it's expensive, but I think that is perfectly fine as well. Um, other than that, like, I don't think I want to full stack any of these lines here. Uh, I really just want to get some power play exposure. And then on the, the Montreal side, uh, the top line, one of my favorite plays of the night. Deneau is off the power play, but I think that will depress his ownership. And I think you can get that trio at a bit lower than what they're projected as individuals. Uh, Tatar, Deneau, Gallagher. Um, and then they move Corey Perry into the top six. I mean, it's listed as the top six, but I'm expecting Drew and Cockney to fully to play those second line minutes. Although, you know, with Montreal, they do kind of spread out the ice time pretty evenly. So I'd imagine they'll all be around the same, but I prefer that Drew and Cockney to fully line uh, way more than I do the Perry Suzuki Anderson. If you want to duo Suzuki and Anderson for the power play, I think that's perfectly fine, but full stacking wise, I like Montreal one the best. And I like the uh, Cockney to fully Drew and line and pieces of that second line. If you want a full stack, like Suzuki Anderson coming in around 9%, Perry around six. But if you, if you do include Perry, I think that trio is going to be uh, way lower owned as the three. Yeah. I was with you on the Montreal one train earlier today until our ownership run came out. And it's, it's the ownership that has moved me off Montreal one. Uh, we had them coming in around 14% which would be our third highest online. And it makes sense, right? Like this is, you know, they have a high implied total. Uh, they're a great line. It's a great matchup, all that. Like I'm not going to say no to stacking Montreal one. It's just when I have a limited amount of lineups, um, you kind of have to take a stand and I'm going down to Montreal three, Kakaniemi and Toffoli with Drouin. Uh, 
one reason our ownership right now is pretty much in check for them. Um, we have them coming in at about between five and 6%, which is, I think it's perfectly fine for a filler line on an eight game slate. Uh, if assuming Toffoli comes in and takes the no spot on the power play, you would get Drouin and Toffoli on the same power play unit, at least. I know Montreal's power play is not something uh, you normally target the Habs for, but uh, it is nice to have that. And I will say, you know, I was a while ago, they gave Carey Price a few games off, like to work with the goalie coach. They brought in like some sort of coach or something like that. He's been pretty good for like the last little while. So that's what's kind of keeping me away from Ottawa here. Like normally I'm pretty gung ho on stacking sends. Like, I think if I were to do it, I would agree with what you said about Batherson and Stutzla. That would be the duo I would go to one because they'll avoid the Deneau uh, line at five on five and two, because they're on the same power play. And I think the Montreal penalty kill can be had a little bit. So I agree with you there that if I was going to stack anything from Ottawa, it'd be Stutzla Batherson, but I'm mostly out on them. For me, it's the Cockney line in Montreal that I'm most interested in on the blue line. Um, really cheap. Kulak is interesting me, but honestly, I like the, I like Petrie's price came down. So I guess Petrie's fine as a one-off. Um, what do you like? Yeah, I don't really like much. Uh, I, I wanted to play Zaitsev, but he's back up to 4,000. I like him when he's in the threes. I guess, you know, 4,000 is not much higher than 3,800, but still, like, it feels worse clicking in a 4,000 player than the third. Like, it's a mental thing. I don't know how to explain it, but, like, I don't want to pay 4,000 for Zaitsev. If he's 3,800, I'd be like, let's do it. Um, but really, you know, outside of correlating with Shabbat or Weber, Kulak makes sense. My boy, Artie Zub, uh, if you need a punt. But other than that, this is another game where I'm going to look elsewhere for defensemen. Yeah, I agree with that. What about in net? I see, uh, like I said, Carey Price is uh, confirmed to start. Matt Murray was taken off IR a couple days ago. Didn't start Thursday. They haven't announced their goalie yet for tonight. I'm thinking Murray might be starting. I would imagine it's Murray. Um, It just... So I guess it's if you're fading, like if you're if you're MMEing and you have some non-Montreal lineups, I think Murray makes sense because he's going to see the volume. But I'd rather play Merzlikens. I'd rather play uh, Olmark. Um, but yeah, this is another goalie that's going to see some volume and he's cheap. So I think you have to consider him. But he is definitely behind Merzlikens and Olmark for me. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, let's get to our next game. Probably won't take a lot of time to get through it, considering we saw this game last night. Uh, we have the St. Louis Blues go with a 2.2 implied goal total going into Colorado. The Blues have a 3.4 implied goal total. If you're wondering why St. Louis's implied goal total might have dropped from yesterday, uh, we have Jonas Johansson was in net yesterday, so I assume Philip Grubauer is going to be it today. Uh, Jordan Bennington started yesterday for the Blues, so it's probably going to be Vili Husso, but that's not confirmed yet. Um, what do you like here? I like. I know where I'm going. What do you like? I'm kind of off the Blues today. I mean, I was off them yesterday. Uh, I mean, I did say, you know, you can one-off Hoffman, something like that. I don't really want a full stack against the Avs. They're one of the best defensive teams in the NHL. Now they have their goalie in there. I mean, even Jonas Johansson, you know, only gave up two goals. So, you know, if you want to go back to the Blues, I'll say a prayer for you before the lock. But um, really, this game is about the abs for me. I think there's definite definite merit going back to the abs top line. I think you can power play stack him. Uh, you know, Donskoy is still on the top power play. His price is still reasonable. I know Nishushkin was out with an upper body injury. I don't know if it's short-term or long-term. He might not play tonight. JT Confer would still be there. So that takes me off the third line a little bit as a full stack. Uh, I like Nishushkin way better than I like JT Confer. So I think, you know, the top line for the Avs makes sense. Going back to the second line uh, makes sense. They had a decent game last night. But really, this is about Colorado 1, Colorado power play. And really, outside of some one-offs on the Blues, I'm pretty much off the Blues tonight. Yeah, I'm with you. I was only on the Blues last night because Jonas Johansson was in net. I'm not going to be on the Blues with a better goalie in net. So, uh, yeah, I'm out on St. Louis tonight. In uh, I'm focusing more on Colorado, too. Um, they're going to play more against the second and third lines. Colorado won pretty much hard match against Ryan O'Reilly, which is great if you want to use Colorado depth because that means you don't get Ryan O'Reilly get in your matchup. So Colorado, too, is probably where I'm going to focus more. 
for my ownership, uh, you know, Saad and, and Kadri and those guys. Uh, on the blue line, nothing on the St. Louis side for me. Colorado, I'm probably just going to, like, I don't, like, I'm not going to be correlating because I'm not gonna, I'm not playing Colorado one. So, like, I might be playing some Gerard or some Graves or something like that. Yeah, I think Taze, Gerard, Graves, Makar. If you're using the top line, Makar makes sense. If you're using that second line, you can use Taze or Gerard or go down to Graves. Yep, uh, I agree with that. In net, like Grubauer at 8,300 doesn't really do it for me. Huso, Huso at 6,800 would kind of interest me because I'll play in almost any goalie at 6,800, but he's not confirmed. And, and Bennington's $200 more expensive, and it's a late game, so... Yeah, uh, I agree. That would keep me off Huso, and also keeping me off Huso is he is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) um, That's probably a better reason too. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but I like these cheap goalies that we mentioned before uh, much better. If you want to use Huso, and you're playing Blues, like I guess if you're correlating with Blues, like you might as well just completely go off the reservation and plug Huso in. So other than that, I think I'm off him. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. Uh, one of the biggest edges in sports betting is always shopping to find the best line. Betting lines change by the minute and can vary greatly depending on which book you are using. That's why it's important to use Osmo's Odd Shopper to find the best line available on the game or player prop you're betting on and give you that edge to help you beat the house. Head on over to oddshopper.osmo.com where we compile the best bets available for game lines, player props, player and team futures all updated in read time. So if you're a sports better, head on over to oddshopper.osmo.com and shop around for your odds. All right, we've got seven minutes, we've got two games, and we've got our hat trick picks. Let's get to them. Minnesota, 2.6 implied goal total going into Vegas. Vegas has a 3.0 implied goal total. Cody Glass got called up from Vegas, so I assume Cody Glass is going to go to the top line with Max Pacioretty and Mark Stone. Um, probably gonna, and I assume the Wild are gonna run back the same line, so there might be interest on both sides here. What do you like, Josh? Was it? I see Greenway, Eric's neck, Kaprizov. Yeah, that should be their top line. So if they're gonna send out Carlson, the Carlson line against them, like that's gonna take me off it. I know Kaprizov isn't very good defensively, but Eric's neck and Greenway are excellent defensively, so that's gonna keep me off uh, that Vegas second line. Uh, their ownership is. Oh, that I don't even see ownership on them. So like, I don't know what their ownership is. I would imagine they're going to be moderately popular, but going into Eric's neck Greenway, I, that's not something I want to do. If you want to use them in MME, you know, for the power play, I think that's perfectly fine. But in one to three, I'm looking better spots. And then, you know, with Cody glass being back with stone and patch uh, that line's pretty high event. Uh, but I do really love stone and patch together. You want to put in glass. If he's there, that's perfectly acceptable. They're going to get, you know, probably the Rask. Benino Fiala line. I think, you know, that is a decent matchup for them. So for me, uh, Vegas one, I'm in on that Vegas two, I'm going to fade and maybe have some in MME on the wild on the wild side. I think, for me, if I was going to go to a line, it'd be that third line, Johansson, Hartman, Zuccarello. They're going to get the depth of the Knights, and I think they can exploit that somewhat. I mean, Vegas is a good defensive team. They're one of the better teams in the NHL. So really, um, I'm going to be under under the field on the wild. Uh, I just think it's a tough matchup. The total's low. Uh, their lines aren't the best for DFS, so I think I'm just going to be under the field. But I do like that third line a little bit. You're muted, Cliffy. My mistake. I shouldn't. I should try to talk when I'm unmuted. Uh, Vegas one is my favorite line on the entire slate here tonight. Um, I know I said that last night about Toronto, and look what happened. Uh, the reason for that is, like you mentioned, it's the line matching. Uh, with Vegas two going up against Erickson Eck, that takes the tough line matching out of play uh, for Vegas. So that leaves Stone and Pacioretty to go up, like you said, against Benino and Rask or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. All day long. So I am heavy on Stone, Pacioretty, and Glass tonight. Um, that line is probably going to get uh, like Martinez and Pietrangelo on the blue line. So I'm trying to mix in those defensemen uh, when I can. On the Minnesota side, I'm just one-offing, guys. There's no line I'm stacking here. Um, Benino is one of my favorite one-offs actually on this entire slate. He was getting some power play time last game. He's moved up to the top six. So I don't mind Benino here. 
Um, but it's all about Vegas one for me on the blue line. I'm just correlating, uh, with my, with my Vegas forwards, with the power plays. And that's about it. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, if you have a lean on, you know, I don't know, Matt Dumba is down to 4,100. I think you can play him. I'd rather play him than 4,000 Nikita Zaitsev in that range. So really on the Vegas side, I am going to just, um, correlate with the lines that I'm using. If you want to, you know, one-off somebody, dump down Braden McNabb makes sense but other than that I'm just going to correlate yep I'm with you on correlating I'm I don't mind flurry in this game I'm using flurry even as a one-off where um we're not necessary just because I think he might end up seeing some shot volume like Vegas's defensive numbers have been sliding a little what do you think yeah and he's at home and under 8,000 so I think there's definite merit to that all right, let's get to our last game then. We have the San Jose Sharks with a 2.6 implied goal total going into Los Angeles. The Kings have a 2.9 implied goal total. Uh, the big note, I think, is probably the Kings line changes last night. They moved uh, Anze Kopitar down to play with uh, Adrian Kempe and then Dustin Brown uh, and I, Al, Alex Iafalo, um moved in along with uh, Jared Anderson Dolan. Not really great lines. Um, I guess like Kempe and Kovatar might be of interest because they're on the same power play together, but uh, it's just a replay of what, of what we had last night. So what do you like tonight? I mean, with this being the late game and there's questions about the lines and I really wanted to get behind the Kings here because Devin Dubnik's in that, but <laughs> Marty Jones just shut them out last night. So like it is kind of a tough spot. And if Kings, like we currently have like old Kings, like I would imagine Kopitar, I follow Brown start together at least because, you know, they switched up the lines after they were getting blown out. So if they go back to that, like the ownership on them is just so high and it's not a great matchup going into Couture. So I think I'm just going to be off the Kings top line Uh, where I'm going to be on the Kings again is Velarde Carter. Um, They're going to get the depth of the Sharks and that's where you really want to go at them. They're not very good defensively. So you know, Velarde Carter, they didn't have a good game last night, but they're only 7,100 as a duo. It allows you to get in the more expensive stuff. They're correlated on the second power play unit. Not that they see a ton of time, but they will see some time. Um, so that's where I want to go there. I, I do like Adrian Kempe as a one-off, especially if they do mix up their lines. He will see some time with Kopitar. Uh, he is on the power play, so I like him as a one-off. And then on the Shark side, you know, I'm probably off the Kings top line in one to three, but an MME – it does make sense going against quick uh, where I'm concentrating on the sharks is the, the hurdle Meyer Balser's line. They're going to avoid Kopitar. They're going to get, you know, the depth of the Kings, which is where you want to attack them. The Kings have been a good team all season, which has been a tad surprising, but still there is, they had a great game last night. Their ownership is fairly in check. Um, they're not overpriced. So I think you can go back to sharks too tonight. Yeah, I really love the Sharks' second line here tonight. Um, I And I don't feel like it's chasing points because we almost bring up the Sharks' second line almost every time that they play. Uh, Hurdle, Meyer, and Balsers in 98 minutes together this year. 3.2 expected goals for, 1.9 expected goals against, 63.5% expected goals share. That is just a phenomenal line. I love San Jose 2 tonight, so I'm mixing a lot of them in. They're one of my favorite filler lines. Uh, I'm just going to correlate my goalies, like correlate Dubnik. Um, that's about it. Um, not really targeting either goalies one off. Yeah. I don't really like either of these goalies. Um, <laughs> it's like, I see all these people on Twitter clamoring how Dubnik is way worse than Mari Jones, which is just crazy to me, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, maybe I'm just horrifically biased, but like, I, I don't love Dubnik or quick tonight. So I think correlating just makes sense. Yeah, I agree with that. Josh, I'm going to ask you for your hat trick pick here in a second. My hat trick pick, last time I went a bit chalk and it just completely screwed me. So I'm not going to do that again tonight. I'm going to go Capo Caco hat trick pick. What do you think? All right. I'm going Tomas Hurdle. All right. I like that. Well, we're on both lines. So I guess it kind of makes sense. Um, We're going to be off for tomorrow. We're going to be back on Monday. I believe it's you and Terry are going to be doing the Monday show. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. Uh, and watching us here today uh, for producer Chris, for uh, Joshua Harris over here, uh, Johnny Cage like Joshua Harris. This is Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Uh, good luck tonight and happy Easter, everybody.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.